my love of television and film is unmatched. Now, for the purposes of this podcast, that is an undisputable fact. Now, I say this because on this episode, I sit down with Emmanuel Millette, a dancer and aspiring actor, to talk about what it is to be a believer in that career field. known you as a dancer but um, as I recently found out you're getting into uh, acting as well and uh, I really just want to have a conversation about um, what you're doing with acting kind of how you got there but then also being a believer in that space um, I know for me for my own kind of like uh, being inquisitive seeing actors of varying levels um, mention being believers is always something where I'm like, interesting, how does one operate in that space? And I'm sure people could have that for many different um, career fields. But um, I think that it would just be amazing to just hear uh, your thoughts, um, maybe maybe some of your worries, maybe you don't have any, but just to like come from that perspective of just hearing what is it like entering into this thing, you have a passion for it, a gift for it, and um, just like seeing how God can use us in many different fields and this one specifically being acting. So I just want to start with um, with us just talking about your transition from dance to acting. You majored in dance, if I'm not um, mistaken. Yes. Yeah, so you majored in dance when you, you know, how you, you enter into college and you're like, all right, this was this is what my major is going to be. Did you have career goals for the future in that did you have were you thinking about acting back then or was it like no I want to be a dancer well yeah what was your thought process yeah yeah so like I when I first got into school I didn't really have career goals like that like I came in I just loved dancing you know I loved it so much and my my only career goal at that time was to be on City Thinking and Dance and like blow up and be famous from that. <laughs> like that was literally all, like my only career goal. And um, you know, as I started to grow and like started to you know uh, progress in school, you know, sophomore year, I started to like make some kind of more solid goals. Like I wanted to be a part of a dance company. Um, you know, and that that dance company was Alvin Ailey. You know, and I continued to to grow and whatever. Like my, my my wants and needs started to change. Then I wanted to be a commercial dancer. Like so, that meant like backup dancing for Beyonce stuff like that. Like being in dance movies and and then um, after that, when I continued to want to do that, and I actually moved to Atlanta to do that, which I know we'll probably talk about later. But in terms of acting, I've always wanted to act. Like I've always wanted to do that. Like ever since I was. Well, I knew like ever since I was a kid, like whenever I would see people like on Disney Channel, I would always think like I, I could see myself doing that, you know, like whenever I watch that so Raven, I'd be like, Yo, I could do that. I was like, Mom, I want to go to the audition. I, just, I could just could see myself like doing that. Um, and then when I take theater in high school, uh, I just fell in love with it. You know, I fell in love with theater. I've been I've been acting for as long as I've been dancing at that time. So, yeah. And then. Um, I had a choice of like whether I wanted to be a theater major or a dance major when I went to UNCG and I chose dance 
But uh, yeah, like acting has always been a huge part of my life and I've always loved it. Like just like seeing the Tony Awards and whatever, like that's, like whenever I would see, like whenever I would like be a dance major and I would like see things like the Tony Awards, the Emmys and I would just, I, I always felt like something was missing, you know? Like when I was um, at UNCG pursuing dance, you know, I wanted to, I know I wanted to dance, but I also wanted to act, but I wasn't pursuing it, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, it's amazing. One, I'm thinking Disney Channel changed lives because <laughs> we're so many. Wait, you feel me? Shoot. Um, and I also love to hear just about like, I was doing this thing that I enjoy, but there's still like this, this pull to where like, wait, there's this other thing that I love too. And so I think it's amazing yeah. when, when you just think through the things that you have a passion for, a desire for, a talent for, that kind of yeah. just won't let you go. It won't let you just like mm -hmm. leave it, you know, to the side. So um, before well, we talk about, yeah, before we talk about your pivot from dance to acting, I want you to mention some of the things that you have accomplished thus far in dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Like, um, I was in 2017, I had, it was crazy. Like I was posting a lot of videos. I just was just posting, you know, I was just going through like a, a time I was posting a lot of videos and then uh, someone reached out to me from this huge show called uh, Megastar. It was um, an online, um, basically an online America's Got Talent. And they reached out to me and they wanted me to, to be a part of the, the show. And I ended up competing and I ended up top five in the world, almost winning $1 million. Yeah, I came super close to that. So like, that was, that was really cool. Um, I've also been in like a lot of dance films. Like one of like my favorite dance films that I, that I was in was um, Samuel Wyatt's Ghosts, which was produced and made by uh, the Emmy winning Oscar nominated David Dark. And that was really cool. You know, uh, just, just being able to like tell that story. Um, it's been a lot of stuff. I've, I've, I've worked with a couple of dance companies, you know, I performed in a John F. Kennedy Center for performing arts. Um, I'm actually working with a dance company right now. Uh, I've been on, on TV for dance. Like I was a guest star of my big fat fabulous life on TLC you know, as a, uh, as a, as a celebrity dance judge. Um, what else? It, it, it's been like, you know, I, I've been able to do some dope stuff, you know, God has definitely blessed me, you know, to be able to, uh, you know, do what I love, you know, it's crazy. You know, it's like, you like when you first start doing something, you never like really see yourself doing what you're doing. Like now, like you like 10 years down the line, like, dang, I was, I was raggedy before. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And here I am, like, doing this this type of stuff is like, man, it's a blessing. It's a freaking blessing. So, yeah, I mean, it's, I've been blessed to do a lot of dope things. Like, I've been, um, I don't know if you, like, that that film festival that I do, like, that I'll be posting about on Facebook sometimes, Experimental Film Virginia, I've been the only artist that has ever gone back, like, five consecutive years, you know? So, yeah, it's been dope. Yeah. Um, it's amazing, too, because... It's like, it doesn't have to be, oh, I failed at this thing and now I'm going to do what I love, you know, and, and not to say like, you know, like you, you're excelling in dance and, and you love dance. Like you said, you love dance, but also like desiring more like there, like there can be, there can be more, you can be great at many different things. Yeah. Like I believe that that's a narrative that I don't, 
I don't want to paint. You know, that's a picture I don't want to paint. I never don't want to tell because, you know, it's so easy just to like say that, oh, like I, like you just said, I failed at this and like, dang, I'm not doing well in this. So let me leave. Like, I don't want to, you know, because then that, that makes it seem like, oh, like when the going gets tough, you just leave. Like, no, I don't, I don't want to tell that story. Like that's, that's not something, you know, that I believe in, but yeah, no, it's, it's definitely what you said, you know? So I want you to tell me about the pivot. Tell me about, um, so, so you're, are you originally from North Carolina? Yeah. Okay. And now you're in Atlanta. So tell me about that jump, that leap. Um, and then also, yeah, just the pivot to, uh, acting. Hmm. The leap. Woo. Um, woo. Girl, I'm telling you that leap was something else. Like, man, I just remember like the years leading up to the leap because like I couldn't afford to pay my bills while I was living in North Carolina. And when I graduated, I felt like probably self-inflicted, mostly self-inflicted, this pressure from my professors and like people that I went to school with. Like when you graduate, you gotta move. You gotta move to New York, you gotta move to LA, you gotta move to LA, you gotta move to these like big markets. You gotta, you gotta do it, stop waiting. And I'm like, I feel you, but I ain't got no money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, you know, like time went on and uh, like 2019 came and, you know, I was finally blessed to be able to move. Um, and I finally moved to Atlanta, started pursuing dance there. And it was really interesting because like, a lot of people don't really talk about it a lot, but like when you move to a new city and like you're pursuing something like like dance or acting or whatever, like you hit major imposter syndrome, like major because, you know, people from your city, like they know what you can do. And now you're moving into another city and you feel like you have to prove something to these other people and now you're comparing yourself to these other people that are doing what you want to do. And now that you're, now because you're not doing that, like you feel like you're less than, or you're not what you, what you said, you, what you, what you've been saying that you were. So like, I, I, I dealt with that major when I first came uh, to Atlanta. Um, but you know, time went on, I started to really start to feel more grounded there. And, um, cause I'm in North Carolina, that's what I'm saying there. Um, but yeah, so, and I continued to, to grow. I had a couple auditions here and there. Um, and I came ahead to train too, had a lot of dope classes. And from there, you know, I had an audition for a dance company and I joined a dance company uh, recently with in here, here in, there in Atlanta. And, um, but then, you know, Again, like I told you, there's just always this, like just this itch. Like I've always wanted to act. Like I've always wanted to. And my plan was to always do that. Like I was going to eventually end up switching to acting um, in the future, you know, like next five, 10 years. Uh, but the Lord was just like really on my heart, like, it's time to do that now. And 
you know how God, he just, he just don't let you sleep. Yeah. He like, we gotta, we gotta talk. We gotta talk right now. I'm like, but God, like, let's, let's talk. Let's, let's talk later. Who, who, who am I? Okay. All right. All right. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? Um, so yeah, like the Lord was just really on my heart and I, I started praying through some things, started writing down things in my journal and was trying to figure out like what was going on, what he wanted me to see. And he was like, nah, like you don't need to wait five or 10 years. You need to do that now, you know? So I made the decision just to go ahead and just start pursuing acting like with my 100% focus, not meaning that I'm not pursuing dancing, but like my main priority is acting. And um, I don't believe that, like I don't pray for signs. That's not what I do, but like I do believe that the Lord can do whatever he wants. So he shows signs uh, to us at times. And like the minute I made that decision, um, the day I made that decision, like it was like four in the morning, I woke up, the next day I looked, and check my Instagram, Bill Duke was following me on Instagram. Who's like an award-winning actor, like in that Denzel class of actors. And I'm like, okay, God, this is confirming some things that we've been talking about, you know? So yeah, so I've, uh, I've been, you know, pursuing acting more ever since. That's um, that's amazing. And, and then hearing you talk about imposter syndrome, which is something that so many of us experience, I experience. <laughs> um, yeah. I think those are times where, excuse me, those are times when it is a great reminder that like, you know, we make plans, the Lord establishes, um, you know, our gifts will make room for us. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's just really interesting, though, how looking out at everyone else can really just... Yeah make us crumble and it's like if if we're you know it it's yeah it's it's amazing and then it's like sad because it's like if we are purposed for something then it doesn't matter how many other people yep. are around doing the same thing or something yep not at all yep but obviously for most of us that's something we have to learn like we know it but we have to like really go through it and learn and i think that we just we ultimately just come out better for it you know having yeah learned what it is to feel this way and then it's like okay in 20s in 20s oh yes 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 um so we kind of talked about when you you know being younger thinking about dance your aspirations for that when you think of acting because I know that like one there are many different forms of acting and then there are people that aspire to different heights in acting and so when you made that decision I want to do this full-fledged um, mm-hmm. what are your, what are your hopes? And obviously that's with the understanding that things change, life changes, yeah. you know, a f- few months ago, you were like, I'm going to do this five years from now, but now you're like, we're doing it now. So today, what are your hopes? What are, what are your aspirations for this career field? Yeah. Um, my goal in terms of skill level is to be an, an Oscar level actor, you know, like to, to, to really do quality work. Um, in terms of the business aspect, I want to win like awards, you know, like because of my skill. And I want to be uh, in film and television. Uh, I love sitcoms, like, and I'm, I'm funny. So I want to be like in, in like sitcoms and stuff like that. Um, 
And I also want to be a superhero, like in Marvel and DC. Yeah. So yeah, those are those are some of my, some of my goals. Would you say that also those goals would kind of align with, um, like, like do you have voids? Do you see voids in the film industry and television industry that you're like, I'd love to fill that. So when I hear you say being a superhero, not to say that that's what you're thinking of, but that's what it kind of brings to mind for me is we've seen the impact of seeing black superheroes. Um, so yeah, are there voids that you look and you're like, man, I don't see black men in this space. And so I'd like to fill this void. Are, and there may not be, but yeah. Yeah, well, like that would be the benefit, but like I really, my mind doesn't go there, but like that would be something that, that would just happen because I'm black, you know what I'm saying? But um, like my mind kind of goes to, what well, kind of sort of the same, like, you know, there, there like might be a young black kid like who looks up to me and like, oh wow, like I, I wanna be like that, you know? Because it then kind of coincides with my brand too. Like I just love to empower people, you know? So with with that, you know, a kid looking up to me and like being able to be inspired by seeing someone that looks like him, for sure. Yeah, that, that would be like a dope boy to be able to feel. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, so kind of what I had mentioned at the beginning about being a believer, pursuing acting, um, what... I guess this is where I'm just like desiring to get into your mind. Like, is this, and, and, and it may very well not be a struggle. So I don't ask this with the expectation of like a specific answer, but really just to see. Um, and I know that you can't speak to every believing um, actor out there. Um, so just for you personally, when you consider acting, when you consider being a believer, is there a tension there for you? Yeah, well, I can speak more to the dancing aspect because, you know, since I've been acting for like a little amount of time, I have been in like um, dance film settings, but like more so like I haven't been like a lot around a lot of um, acting settings, but it's like kind of the same artistic thing, you know, uh, when it comes to both of them. But um, yeah, there is a tension because you're, you're going to be in a room where there are a lot of conversations happening that you don't agree with and that you don't like you just don't subscribe to you know and because the artistic industry is about self-expression and being able to just be completely yourself you know and with that you know like it's always going to be because you know the, the gospel is like very like countercultural, you know so like people are going to be saying things that you don't necessarily agree with in those settings. Um, in terms of the career pursuit, like with dancing, there were just certain things that I could, that I just wouldn't let myself do, you know? Like certain gigs I wouldn't, I wouldn't pursue. Um, or just couldn't, certain things I just couldn't see myself doing because it just conflicts, like not only with my brand, but just like just who I, who I am, you know? And like I, just me projecting with acting, like looking in the future. I mean, I see, I see the same, you know, the same thing, you know, like there'll be certain things that I just, I won't let myself do, you know, like, um, 
yeah, just if it really if it conflicts with my values, like I, I mean, it's 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 always going to be like this tension, you know, like because and even people that aren't believers, like some people just have other values that you know this character just doesn't align with that, you know. So I don't think it's just it's it's purely a Christian thing. I, I believe it's a value thing, but for me, it shows up as a Christian thing because, like, I I really want to watch like how I am, um, how I'm seeing, you know what I mean? Because how I'm seeing is gonna affect how he's seeing, you know. So that's the that's the main thing. Yeah. No. I I love that. I also appreciate um, the point of values you know kind of kind of regardless yes there is like okay well well you would be representing god but still in general like you said just like values so that leads me to ask like a really um seemingly obvious question like do you believe that someone can enter into creative fields in general and remain loyal to their values because I feel like there are some school of thoughts that would have you like, no, you have to sell out. Like you have to do whatever. So like, yeah. Yeah. Do you have to like sell out in order to be successful? Look, like God got you there and he'll do whatever he needs to do to keep you there and move you forward within that. You know what I mean? So like, I just, I lean on that, you know, cause I, I cause at the end of the day, like I ain't going to feel good about it, you know? Like if I'm doing something that's just like, I'm, I just know I'm not even being myself. Like I'm doing this just so I can get a blue check by, right beside my name on Instagram. Like I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna feel right. You know what I mean? I, 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 I don't like, I don't like being, being, um, being fake, you know, like that ain't, that ain't, that ain't me. So I don't think that you should have to sell out in order to get a little clout. You know what I mean? Yeah, that rhymed too. Okay. <laughs> it did. <laughs> it did. It rhymed. But it also makes me think of you you had made the comment that, you know, the this industry is very much about much so about like being completely yourself. And so I think that like that's kind of what you're saying too. Well then completely myself means I'm gonna hold on to my values and, you know, hopefully for whoever else, like, well, completely me is gonna look different than completely you know, John or Tim over there, you know what I'm saying? And so um, I think that's, that is a good way to look at things where it's like, okay, this is, this is what is being presented. Be completely and in, in utterly yourself. Well, then I'm going to show up as me. Yeah. Yeah. Because like in acting, that's what they teach us too, because like characters, characters aren't like, you don't put on a character, right? Like whenever you're acting, you basically put yourself in the character circumstances and how would you react in those character circumstances? Like, so for me, if there's just like a pure disconnect, like just, and this person is doing things that like, like, cause we're not supposed to judge the character. We're supposed to like be able to, what did it say? He said, don't judge the character, but understand the character, something like that. Like if I have like this, this this disconnect and I just really can't get myself to to put myself in those characters circumstances based on whatever this conversation values, I'm just not gonna do it. If it, if I can't connect, I'm just not gonna do it. You know. 
I I also want to ask, uh, which we've seen, like we're in cancel culture, right? Um, where, uh, you know, you do one thing now and, and you're canceled or you've done something in the past and uh, people dig it up and you're canceled. Um, so my question with that is, do you do you think about the potential um, the potential backlash that you could get from fellow believers or even just the public at large if you were to do something that was just like oh we don't agree you know or or we don't think this this um, lives up to whatever standard? Yeah, people are gonna judge me regardless. Like the, like the, the more successful this is what Denzel says the more successful you are the more successful you are the more opinions there'll be about you. And the more opinions there'll be about you, the, the less, the least you have to listen to those. You should have to listen to those opinions. Like people are going to continue to have those opinions. And I know that like from believers, I know it's going to be like that. You know, like people are going to always have an opinion about how you should live your life as a Christian. You know, and like you shouldn't have, have accepted that role. You shouldn't be doing that. Like, um, man, I, I, ain't, I ain't with that. You know, like I'm not going to live my life uh to please other people like people are gonna feel some type of way like regardless you know like if i'm trying to please these people i'm uh displease these people i'm trying to please these people i'm gonna displease these people like someone's gonna always feel some type of way about whatever but yeah like you know what i'm saying i just i just that's something that i i see you know happening in the future you know because Believers, a lot of times, are the most judgmental people. Yeah. You know? And then, like, he's supposed to be a Christian. Why is he? You know, so I, I see that. I see that happening. And I just know that. I'm just glad that we're having this conversation because you're, like, you're, like I was telling you before, like, you're actually asking me, you know, like, you're, you're talking to me and actually trying to understand, like, what it's like to, to be in that space. But, um, yeah, others that judge don't ask questions. They just because they already know, you know. So. Yeah, no, definitely. Just the the assumption, <laughs> the assumptions that happen, and um, yeah, yeah. So I I I'm thankful to be able to speak with you about this because a lot of times, and and it's not that we should at all, but we're so far removed from the people that we're making assumptions about that, like. Yeah we can't ask but then we also don't practice the self-control to just be like hey I don't know what's going on there you know and if I disagree then all right I'm just gonna stay over here but I'm not in that space to speak on um so I I appreciate being able to have the conversation because I do think that it's important to you know to kind of have that dialogue of like okay what does this look like because like you said Many people there, you know, our Christian lives are not like a, a monolith, like they look very different. You know, I mean, you see that from like David to Solomon to Moses, you know, it's not just here. Like you you see even the differences there. And so I think to be able to ask questions, to be able to, like you said, like I told you before, you're like you're not speaking to every um, actor that says they're a believer. But yeah. But yeah, it's like. Yeah, because missions look different. Like some people go to country, different countries. Some people like have their their church and, you know, they have 
like service every Sunday and then they have Bible study on Wednesday and then they have Sunday school or whatever. Some people, um, their, their mission field is on set. You have no idea what conversations they're having with people on set, you know? And now you're judging this person by something that you saw on screen, but you have absolutely no idea how they're using their influence, you know? Like, but we're in this space where we want, we feel like we should see everything that like, we should be able to have access to everyone's life and that, and whatever we see has to match up to our idea of this person, you know? And I, I just, I think that's so arrogant. And then like, we think that we could cancel people if, if their life doesn't match up to, to what it is that we, we see them as in our head. That's so arrogant. Mm -hmm. That's so freaking arrogant. Yeah. You know? So yeah, okay. I, don't, I don't subscribe to that, but it is what it is. This is, this is how, how, this is where we live in. <laughs> it is. But I think that like you put yourself at an advantage to walk in kind of like, Hey, I know these are some, some arrows that'll fly towards me. Um, and so being able to basically just walk in prepared um, and then walk in, like you said before, with your values, like, listen, and like you said, if you please this person, you're going to this person's the same goes for the executives and the people in here that would maybe have you not ascribe to your values. And so I think just when you walk into any room in any career field, you know, fully like this is what I stand for, you're always going to be on a better footing than if you're kind of like, uh, I don't know, like I can kind of let this slide. So, yeah. Um, and so I kind of want to end with just the question of what are your words to lift by? So thinking of edifying um, just in a world where all this stuff happens, like like just life happens. Uh, what what are your words to lift by? What kind of keeps you lifted? Mm. Wow. Well, the first thing that comes to mind is God will give me the grace to handle whatever it is that I'm dealing with in life, you know? So I know that this year has been a lot of uncertainty, you know, um, from my grandma passing, from the pandemic, to being um, romantically involved with somebody and then that, that not working out. Um, I just really had to trust God through a lot of uncertainty this year. But I also have to understand, I've also been made to understand that, you know, God will give me the grace to handle whatever situation I deal with, you know, whatever thing, whatever, I, whatever thing that I face, like he'll, he'll give me the strength and grace to, to be able to uh, become who he's wanted me to become out of it. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I, I love that. Um, yeah. So I just, I just want to thank you. I, um, for, for talking with me specifically about about this. Like, I know you're at the beginning of your acting career, but um, that's a stage. And so that's going to be beneficial to someone just listening and just hearing, like, one, pursuing something. Like, you can love what you're doing over here and still pursue something else that you're like, ah, oh, this is calling me to. Um, and you can you can be excellent in, in multiple things. Um, so. Yep. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sitting down and talking with me. I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. It was super fun. Yeah. Like, thank you for trusting me. You know, I, I could have been up here 
raggedy and all that, you know what I'm saying? But you was like, nah, he gonna be all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I had confidence. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode of Here to Edify. New episodes drop every Wednesday and can be found wherever you listen. And as always, I hope to catch you listening next time.